back, folks. Sam Ostrom Minor from the Aussie Screen Printing Club. Um, I think it's time to do another Tips and Traps podcast. A short one today, asking the question about whether it's worth having a dip tank. I know there's a lot of chatter and, and uh, noise about this on the internet. People asking, you know, at what point do I have a, a dip tank? Is it worth doing? What kind of chemical do I have to use? Is it very expensive and so on? And look, I think the simple answer to this is yes, it's good to have a dip tank to reclaim your screens. Um, there is a business case required. We've been using one for several years and um, we used to do them all individually, you know, manually. Um, when we got a dip tank, it made a colossal difference to the speed with which we could reclaim screens. And that's critical because the business case, if if you're an individual running your press, running your, your one-man band, so to speak, a one-person band, and um, you're doing everything from sales through the burning screens, all the artwork, obviously, and actually doing the printing, the catching, the dispatch, and then reclaiming screens, then what matters to you most, if you're a business that is keen to earn money, like all businesses in, in this industry, is to keep that press running. Anytime that press isn't running, you're effectively not earning money. And so if you can manage the business in such a way that that press is rotating and printing all the time, then obviously you're going to increase your yield. Now, the problem is if you're a one-man band, you're going to have to stop printing to go and reclaim screens or to do other things. I was thinking of doing a, a podcast on that problem as well at another time. And so when you come away from printing to reclaim screens, that time is dead. You're not actually physically earning any money during that time. You're just turning the business around, as it were. And so increasing the speed at which you're able to reclaim screens and with the right quality, obviously, which is critical, is going to make a big difference to your enterprise. Getting someone else to do it generally is is even better so there has to be a business case and i guess the question that needs to be asked about whether or not i use a dip tank is simply this how many screens and how much time am i spending every day or at least every week or even analyze it at the point of every month reclaiming screens now we typically at a minimum would would run through 20 screens a day when we're running super fast and maybe we've got big colored jobs, we could be up to 50 screens a day. And we actually just don't have enough screens to cater for that. I think we have just under 200, I think we have 190 of our big automatic uh, size screens. And you can see just a few days and we would be out of screens. So we actually employ people, we employ three part-timers to clean screens. That's all they do. They come in, they, they do the job of, of reclaiming for us. And those screens go through the, the cycle for us. But you can see that if we had to, if the print team had to do that, that's a lot of time used up on cleaning and reclaiming screens and not on the press printing garments and getting them out the door. So that's the first thing you need to think about. How many screens am I doing a day or a week or a month? And how much time does that take? If you've got, I don't know, five screens a day, to reclaim let's say and it takes you a couple of hours you need to get a dip tank you really do um, but if you've got 10 15 20 whatever it is 
Um, maybe you you leave it to the end of the week to do your screens. You'll still lose time printing. Um, so think about it that way. How much is it actually going to cost me um, in the time away from printing? And how many screens do I actually have to um, clean each day? You might want to think about increasing the number of screens you have. If you only have 20 screens and, you know, you, you're going to need to reclaim them quite quickly. But if you have 50, then maybe you can allocate a Saturday morning or some other time where you're printing at maximum level during the week. But at that other period, maybe on a Saturday morning, you can just reclaim them all. It doesn't matter that they stack up a bit. So that's a key business question. But I want to say a couple of things about um, the reason I think the answer to the question, shall I get a dip tank, is always yes. And one is simply the speed and the volume, the quantity of screens that you can do in one go. And I'll come back to that. But the other one is I actually believe that using a dip tank will allow you to use much less chemical than you would normally use in cleaning screens. And that's because the chemicals all in that dip tank for a period of time, there may be a bit more of it than normal, but it's not being drained out or washed away. And if you treat the dip tank with a level of respect or the chemical with a level of respect, and I'll comment on that as well, um, you'll find that that lasts longer. So I think it's, it's actually more economic to use a dip tank, preserve that chemical as long as you can. And obviously you're going to put through um, more screens. So my answer is yes. Your cost per screen in terms of the rec reclaim cost is going to reduce. Even if you just do five a day, it, I promise you, it will reduce your overall costs. So I think they're very good. Um, we have a Framma. Um, I'll put a picture up for the, the vodcast. I think it's 120 liters. And we use the Franma um, one-step clear chemical in that. And so we we put the water in first, obviously, clean water. And we almost fill it up, but not quite. And then we put the chemical in. Don't do it the other way around, or you'll just get foam out of the top. Um, but we would put in, we buy that from our chemical in five-gallon drums, and we put in almost a half. It's not super scientific um, into that dip tank. And that dip tank will take five screens. So the process that we have for reclaiming screens is, you know, Basically, there's a there's a, a print team, a press team who basically surround the press in terms of setting it up and loading and doing the rego, loading, um, unloading, catching and boxing. And that, that team have to be prioritized on the press. So they do all the setup and they'll do the teardown. The teardown is basically get the screens out as quickly as you can, get those squeegees and flood bars out and get the next job back on the press. And so that team basically tear down and put those screens in a particular area in a washout area that we have in our, our print warehouse, just a small area and where the dip tank is, the washout booth, and they just stack them up in there. They sometimes will, will obviously remove the ink, um, but they'll leave all the tape and everything on them. And then the team that come to reclaim, which is usually one person at a time, but they're dedicated to that and they're part-timers. Um, they come in, they remove the tape, and the first thing they do is they remove the ink. So they'll card out any other ex excess ink, and then they'll hit it with white spirits, 
give it a really good scrub and they'll get a cloth, a t-shirt, and they'll basically wipe that ink out. The screen then dries, so the white spirit evaporates. We're very keen on making sure that we get the environmental aspects of all these chemicals uh, correct. And we don't want anything. We, don't want, we print primarily with plastisol, so we don't want any of that to go anywhere near the waterways or the sewerage. So um, we let that screen dry. Um, the excess evaporates, and we discard the, the rag safely later on in, in big bundles. And then, so the guys will, will clean maybe 20, 30 screens, and then they'll start dipping. And what they do, when that, when that chemical's really strong, when you first load it up, so you've got your water in, you've got your chemical in, you mix it all up, you put your five screens in. So we, our, our dip tank will take five screens at one time. And you might not believe this, but when it's pretty neat, that chemical, and it's new, um, literally 30 seconds, that's all they're in that tank for. They're taken out and they're put in a, a what, what I call the sink, which is like a kind of water catchment area all around that whole area. They're put in there against the wall and they're put into the washout booth. They're blasted with the um, the gurney and then they're removed. And then obviously we, we go through the next one, the next one, the next one. We've got through those 30 or whatever there is for that day. They then go back through and degrease. Then they set them to dry. And then, of course, they're, they're um, recoded with emulsion. That's the basic process. Now, tips and traps. Uh, tip number one, um, the emulsion type that you use on your screens makes a big difference to the time it takes to uh, wash out. So to, to actually reclaim that. So we used to use a dual cure, very thick emulsion, produces a nice thick stencil, takes quite a bit longer to actually physically shoot and expose on the exposure unit. Could take a minute and a half, for example, two minutes if it's a 3090. Um, that's thick, heavy emulsion. And if you dip that in our dip tank for 30 seconds when the chemical's neat and new, it, it's not going to come out. You'll need a minute, minute and a half, two minutes. So we actually moved to a new emulsion. We went to uh, photopolymer emulsions, tend to be thinner emulsions, and they come out much quicker. I think you might say, so what? Big deal. If you've got 50 of those to do a day, it'll make a big difference. So um, that's tip number one. Check what kind of emulsion you've got. Some of the variables I'm giving you may differ a, a little bit, um, but get the right emulsion. Tip number two, do not um, add new chemical to your dip tank. So after time, over a period of time, in our case, we'd be lucky if we can get three months out of a dip tank. We're probably a month and a half to two months before we have to replenish it. Um, do not be tempted to put new chemical in to make it stronger. What will happen over time is, you know, as you put your screens into the dip tank, the chemical will start to uh, erode while it's in there and you obviously take it out and then you blow it out, but the chemical will gla gradually uh, get weaker over time. It's very tempting to get the uh, source chemical and just pour in a bit more. Um, don't do that because the depletion rate will increase dramatically if you do that. It just doesn't work. And when it gets too long, and we'd probably wait probably up to five or six minutes 
you know, as it depletes over, over months. Um, and then we say, right, it's taking too long. Let's replenish that chemical. We have our dip tank on a kind of skateboard. It's not an actual skateboard. It's just a kind of flat board with wheels that we got from Bunnings. And it's almost big enough. It's almost the same size as the base. And we literally wheel that out to our big IBC container at the front of our print shop. And we pump that out into the IBC. Then we give it a good clean out and pump the excess out into the IBC. That chemical is taken away roughly every quarter and it's uh, chemically treated and cleansed professionally so that it doesn't in any way damage the environment. And if you think about it at that point, you've cleaned your screen, you've put it in the dip tank, you've got as much scum off it in the dip tank, it's dripped down in the trough when you take it out and then you blow it out. So there's a sort of parting of the ways of chemicals you don't want to go down the drain and chemicals that are safe to go down the drain. And um, yeah, please be careful with that. You do not want to put plastisol or any kind of spirits down your sewage system. Um, at that point, we'd, we'd you know fill it up with water again, put some more chemical and go back to it. So yeah, don't be tempted to put um, more chemical in when it dilutes, because you'll find that um, it will deplete much quickly and it costs you a lot more money. Um, well, that's it for dip tanks. My answer is simply yes, but look at the business case for yourself. Again, if you can manage it in such a way that you're reducing the amount of your time, if you're the person on press, um, reduce the amount of time that you're away from the press and away from physically printing, then it'll make a big difference to your bottom line. Well, I hope that was helpful. and uh, Thanks for tuning in. See you later. Mm -hmm.